Welcome back, everyone, to BBP News. I'm Nicholas Rod. Chris Baker's here, and we have a bit of a special report for you guys. Chris, want to tell them what's going on? Well, today is the one-year anniversary since the January 6th attack on the Capitol, and we are giving a special report of everything that went on that day and ever since that day to highlight the one-year anniversary of the attack. So, without any further delays or anything like that, let's jump right in and start off with what happened that day. So January 6th was the date scheduled for a joint hearing of Congress to certify the election of electoral votes, with the votes being 306 for President Biden and 232 for former President Trump. The process of certifying the electoral vote started at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where Republicans were expected to object to Arizona, Georgia, and Pennsylvania. At 1.10 p.m., Trump's Save America rally ended, and he encouraged members to march down Pennsylvania Avenue and support Republican objection to the election. Soon after that, rioters had the first confrontation with police and the first barriers were broken. At 2.11pm, rioters broke into the Capitol building. Congress was immediately evacuated as well as the nearby buildings as pipe bombs were discovered near the Republican and Democratic National Committee buildings. At 2.24pm, Trump tweeted, quote, Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our Constitution, giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts, not the fraudulent or inaccurate ones which they were asked to previously certify. The USA demands the truth, end quote. Then at 2.38 p.m., he tweeted, quote, Please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful, end quote. Trump then tweeted at 3.13 p.m., quote, I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. End quote. At 3.36 p.m., the National Guard was deployed to help secure the Capitol. At 4.05 p.m., President Biden goes on national television to condemn what is happening and encourages everyone to leave. At approximately 4.17 p.m., former President Trump tweets a video telling people to go home. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened where they could take it away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election, but we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are 
so bad and so evil. I know how you feel. But go home and go home in peace. At 6 p.m., a curfew goes into effect, and 70 people are arrested that day for violating the curfew. At 7 p.m., President Trump is banned from Twitter for 12 hours, and at 7.30 p.m., the Capitol was declared secured, and at 8.06 p.m., Congress reconvened with Mike Pence saying, quote, let's get back to work, end quote. Several members of Congress did speak out against what happened, including Lindsey Graham saying Biden won the election, plain and simple. And another member of Congress spoke out. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy had this to say on the House floor. I rise to address what happened in this chamber today. And where do we go from here? The violence, destruction, and chaos we saw earlier was unacceptable undemocratic and un-American. It was the saddest day I've ever had as serving as a member of this institution. The Capitol was in chaos. Police officers were attacked. Guns were drawn on this very floor. A woman tragically lost her life. No one wins when this building and what it stands for are destroyed. America and this institution is better than this. At 3.42 a.m. January 7th, the Senate rejects the blockage of Arizona and Pennsylvania, and Biden is confirmed the president of the United States to be inaugurated on January 20th. The very next day, it was learned five people died on January 6th, and thousands of National Guard troops were deployed to D.C. for the month. And throughout that day, eight Trump administration members resigned from their positions from the attacks several people have been arrested and charged roughly 730 people have been arrested since that day a few of the major ones are as follows john schaefer pleaded guilty to two counts of obstruction of an official proceeding and entering a restricted building with a dangerous weapon he was sentenced to 89 days in jail He was originally charged with six counts, including use of a chemical irritant meant for bears that was used on Capitol Police. Jacob Chansley of Arizona, also known as the QAnon Shaman, he was sentenced to 41 months in prison for obstructing an official proceeding. Chansley was the very first that made their way into the building. He was the one photographed carrying a spear and a headdress with horns. Chansley was one of the first that was chanting that Mike Pence is a traitor. Before leaving, he also left a note on the Senate floor that said, quote, it's only a matter of time, justice is coming, end quote. The first person sentenced was Anna Morgan Lloyd from Indiana. She was charged with parading, picketing, or demonstrating in a Capitol building. She was given three years of probation, but the judge in that case warned that many other defendants would not get such a lenient sentence. Riley June Williams from Pennsylvania, she stole a laptop belonging to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. And with Williams was Richard Barnett, who was photographed sitting with his feet up on Pelosi's desk. Robert Scott Palmer from Florida 
He was charged with assaulting Capitol Police with a fire extinguisher and a wooden plank. He was sentenced to 63 months in prison. Since January 6th, there has been more than 160 guilty pleas, most of which received little or no jail time, and seven people have pleaded guilty to assaulting or resisting law law enforcement. Five people have pleaded guilty to a conspiracy charge, and there has been about 70 people with the most severe already charged going to Robert Scott Palmer. There are still about 350 people unidentified from the attack that police are still looking to arrest. Over the next few months, there was talk of creating a January 6th commission to examine what happened that day, similar to the 9-11 commission. The plan was a 10-member independent commission that would have no elected political members on it. It would consist of five Democrats and five Republicans. On May 19th, it passed the House with a vote of 252 to 175, with 35 Republicans voting for the bill. Then the bill went to the Senate, where it failed on May 28th with a vote of 54 to 35, with six Republicans voting for the passage of that bill. From the bill failing, it led to the House committee that was created. The committee consists of seven Democrats and two Republicans. The committee was supposed to have five Republicans, but House Speaker Nancy Pelosi blocked Jim Jordan and Jim Banks from serving on the committee. The two Republicans on the committee are Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. Since the formation of the committee, 50 people have been subpoenaed and more than 275 witnesses accounts have been given. Ten former Trump officials have been subpoenaed and two members have been held in contempt of Congress for refusing to cooperate with the committee. Steve Bannon was held in contempt on November 12th and Mark Meadows in contempt on December 15th. Bannon has been charged with two counts of contempt and his trial is expected to start in July of 2022 and there has been no date set for Mark Meadows' hearing yet. The committee hopes to release an interim report this summer. So what is happening for the one-year mark of this event? Well, of course, today is marking one year since the attack on the Capitol, and the House will be holding a moment of silence and a prayer at noon on the House floor. The House will also have Doris Kearns Goodwins and John Meacham lead a conversation about that day to preserve the history of the day. Lawmakers will also have the chance to share their experiences of what happened that day. At 5.30, there will be a prayer vigil on the Capitol stairs. President Biden and Vice President Harris will be delivering remarks from inside the Capitol that afternoon. And former President Trump is set to hold a press conference in Florida that day as well. Getting into security changes that have happened since January 6th. Even though it has been one year, the Capitol Police are still recovering from that day. They are changing their tactics to adapt to an increasing number of political violence. The Capitol Police is going through new training measures, and the police now has an intelligent data being shared with ranking officers, and field offices have been opened in Florida and California to help respond to threats against 
lawmakers. There have been about 9,600 threats against lawmakers in the last year alone. The force still needs to hire about 400 new members to meet the new demand, and since the attack on the Capitol, 130 officers have quit. The chief of the Capitol Police calls the threat much higher than it was last year and is concerned things could fall through the cracks. 140 officers were attacked on the 6th, causing more morale on the force to be an all-time low. Congress has passed legislation in the millions to support the new need, but Tim Ryan, a Republican from Ohio who sits on the committee that oversees the force, says progress has been made, but there is a lot more to be done. That is the end of this special report. We will be back tomorrow morning with the week's news. Until then, make sure you follow us on BBB News' Twitter account for the latest 24-hour breaking news so you're always in the know and check out our personal accounts. But until tomorrow morning, have a great day, everybody. Bye, guys.